This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu forward slash store to download this book or purchase a physical copy. Intellectual Schizophrenia Culture, Crisis and Education by Russus J. Rushduni. Copyright 1961, Dorothy Rushduni and the Rushduni Irrevocable Trust. Calcedon, Ross House Books. Forward Year 2002 edition. When this brilliant and prophetic book was first published in 1961, the Christian homeschool movement was years away and hardly considered a viable educational alternative. But the book was a resolute call to arms for Christians to get their children out of the pagan public schools and provide them with a genuine Christian education. And Dr. Rushdoony provided more than convincing reasons where this call had to be made. The moral and spiritual health of millions of Christian children were at stake, as well as the future of religious freedom in America. Indeed, the very future of Christianity in America was at stake, for if the children of Christians were not educated to preserve and defend their faith, its influence on our culture would diminish to nothing. Had more Christians heeded Dr. Rushdoony's urgent call, many children would have been saved from the moral and intellectual depredations of the government school system. But some did heed the call, with the result that many new Christian day schools were established. After his later book, The Messianic Character of American Education, was published in 1963, Dr. Rushdoony organised many Christian school seminars in Southern California in the late 60s and early 70s. At this time, beyond public notice, some pioneering Christians began, slowly but surely, to build a homeschool movement that has changed the face of Christian education in America. It was Dr. Rushdoony's incisive indictment of secular humanist education that convinced Christian parents of the urgent need for Christian education. The establishment of many new Christian day schools preceded the development of the homeschool movement which reflected Dr. Rushduni's emphasis on the reconstruction of the Christian family in conformity with the education principles enunciated in Deuteronomy 6. These early homeschooling pioneers abandoned the public schools in order to create a truly Christian concept of education based on the needs and dynamics of the family. Dr. Rushduni had predicted that the humanist system, based on the anti-Christian premises of the Enlightenment, could only get worse. And he was correct. Today, more than four million children, no doubt many Christians among them, are drugged each day in order to attend government schools. And Christian children have actually been targeted for murder in schools where satanic massacres have taken place. In addition, never has American literacy been lower than it is today due to a deliberate policy among secular progressive educators to dumb down the nation. Teaching methods designed to produce reading disability and dyslexia pervade primary education, with the result that millions of young Americans leave school unable and unwilling to read because it has been made so difficult and painful for them. Dr. Rushdoony was indeed a prophet. As a Calvinist theologian, 
he knew that education divorced from God and from all transcendental standards would produce the educational disaster and moral barbarism we have today. He was a realist who knew it was impossible to compromise with an evil system that could never serve the needs of Christians, even though most Christian ministers were willing to support the public schools to the detriment of their own communities. And that is why they were so critical of him for sounding the alarm. They preferred not to rock the establishment boat, and they preferred not to offend the local school superintendent or school board members in their congregations. And that is why so many Christian families acted independently and began to homeschool their children in accordance with biblical principles. Today, just about every state in the Union has a large and powerful Christian homeschool organisation, thanks to the teachings and encouragement of Dr. Rushtuni. He eagerly defended Christian day schools and homeschoolers in courts throughout the country, establishing legal precedents in favour of parental rights in education and religious freedom. In courtroom after courtroom, Dr. Rushtuni spoke in his clear, blunt style, asserting the sovereignty of God over the usurped sovereignty of the state. The Calvinist message was clear. God ruled over family, church and state. All three institutions were obliged to serve the divine sovereign. In addition, the family preceded both church and state and therefore had a stronger institutional claim to God's protective authority than the other two social entities. The title of this book is particularly significant in that Dr. Rushtuni was able to identify the basic contradiction that pervades a secular society that rejects God's sovereignty but still needs law and order, justice, science and meaning to life. Secular man wants to use the things of creation whilst denying their creator. As Dr. Rushtuni writes, quote, There is no law, no society, no justice, no structure, no design, no meaning, apart from God, end quote. And so, modern man has become schizophrenic. He wants to assert his autonomy while rejecting the divine order that gives meaning to life. To the humanist, the aim of living is something he calls the, quote, good life, end quote. For the nihilist, it is violence and death. Dr. Rushtuni saw cultural schizophrenia as a split between thought and feeling, a withdrawal from the reality of God and a flight into fantasies of world government achieved through an unattainable unity. Utopians are undeniably schizophrenic. They want a heaven on earth, which can only be achieved by coercion and enslavement. But perhaps what they really want, as depraved human beings, is coercion and enslavement and use utopian idealism to deceive and entrap the gullible. Nor is it by accident that the government schools now lavish so much time on death education, which has been marbleized throughout the curriculum. As Dr. Rushtoni writes, For man to turn his back on God, therefore, is to turn towards death. And this is exactly what the government schools have done. Add to this, multiculturalism, transcendental meditation, sensitivity training, explicit sex education, drug education, evolution, behavioural psychology, 
humanism, whole language and other such programs, and you get a curriculum that is so profoundly anti-Christian that one wonders how any Christian parent or minister can condone putting a Christian child in a government school. If Dr. Rushdoney was a prophet, he was also an optimist. Thus, he founded the Christian Reconstruction Movement in 1965 in order to provide Christians with a vision of ultimate victory, similar to what the pilgrims and Puritans had when they arrived on these shores in the 17th century, determined to build the city of God in the wilderness. And it is that vision that has distinguished America from any other nation on earth. America is considered a religious nation because, despite its pervasive secular culture, there is a kind of agnostic belief in God's protection and providence, as evidenced by the spiritual fervor that Americans expressed after the destruction of the two World Trade Center towers on September the 11th, 2001, and the murder of 3,000 or so Americans by Islamic terrorists in the towers, the hijacked planes, and the Pentagon. The war between Christians and secular humanists has now been overshadowed by the war between Islam and Christianity. There is in this country a large body of Americans who genuinely adhere to biblical principles and values. You meet them at homeschool conventions, in Bible-centered churches, in Bible study groups, at Christian conferences, and at colleges and schools where Orthodox Christianity is taught. In other words, there is more Christianity in America today than anywhere else on earth. And Dr. Rushdoney would no doubt say that this is only the beginning. He died in February 2001 after having served over 60 years in God's service, knowing that the Christian homeschool movement, which he had nourished with his philosophy and lectures, had achieved critical mass and would become a cultural force of great spiritual power and influence in the future. Samuel L. Blumenfeld, May 8, 2002 The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.